Hey friends, thank you for being here and welcome to the Working Towards Our Purpose podcast. For this first show, I wanted to talk a little bit more about what my vision is for the show and who I am and what my backstory is, which I hope will explain why I'm creating this podcast to begin with. So my name is Gino Cordone, and I am the founder and owner of Pleasant Podcast, which is a podcast production company where I help people and businesses launch and grow their podcast. In about a week from now will be my two-year anniversary from quitting my job as a mechanical engineer and leaving a career that I went to school for. And to start my story, it really began with going to college. And I remember as I was getting close to graduating high school, you know, people are figuring out what colleges they're going to go to, what they're going to study, what they're going to do after school, if it's college or not. And I remember at first I was strongly against going to college just because I thought, you know, I didn't really have any sort of passion. And I thought it was kind of just a waste of time. I remember at that time I was interested in entrepreneurship and I was interested in music. I had just started playing guitar a couple years prior to graduating and I was starting to learn audio engineering and I really liked that and uh, it really gave me a sense of drive and it really gave me a sense of fulfillment. So I remember as I got closer and closer to graduation, you know, your time kind of ticks and you kind of have to decide what it is that you want to do. And I, and I still didn't really know. I started touring some colleges and then I also started getting some advice from, from my guidance counselor at the time and some of my teachers. And I had a conversation with my shop teacher and that was one thing that I really did care about in college was shop. And we had this amazing shop program where we learned how to weld and how to use lathes and bridge ports and, and work with our hands and, and learn all kinds of things. And I mean, we even had a program where we made go-karts at the end of the year and we got to race our go-karts against our classmates. I mean, it was a really cool program. And all four years of college, I took that class, even though it was only a two-year class, I took two independent studies because I liked it so much and I liked the teacher. And I remember as I was getting close to graduation, the teacher was telling me like, he pulled me and my friend aside and he, you know, he asked us what we were going to do after high school. And I told him, you know, I wasn't really sure. I really like this stuff, but I just, you know, I don't really know what to do. And he gave me some advice that I still remember. And, and he said, you know, I, I know you like to work with your hands and, and the technical stuff, but you don't want to go to a trade school and learn one thing and be stuck in that one thing for the rest of your life because you won't have any options to move and you don't want to be working with your hands for the rest of your life. And I remember I took that pretty seriously because I respected him and his advice was to, to try to get into something that is technical, but also to get a higher education so that you didn't have to, you know, work day to day on the shop floor. So engineering was, you know, what he suggested because you can do many different things in engineering. It's, you know, everybody says it's a good education and the jobs pay well and that sort of thing. So. I remember that conversation with him kind of solidifying my decision to become a mechanical engineer. So, you know, went off to college, did mechanical engineering. It was challenging and tough, but uh, I, I grew to like it because it was a challenge and we were learning new things at such a rapid pace. You know, it was fun and it was fun to learn with these new people that I met. But what I didn't know was the engineering school is very different from being an engineer. 
and I, I wouldn't know that until I got my first job. So after I graduated, I was fortunate enough to be able to go on a trip to Europe with my friend and my brother. We, um, we backpacked Europe for a little over a month and that experience definitely changed my life and my perspective on the world. And it really gave me an appreciation of my time and, and you know, valuing what I do with my time. Because, you know, as most of my classmates went off to start working their job immediately after graduation, I was basically having the time of my life in Europe and getting to experience these amazing things that I never had experienced before. And along that trip, I kept just, you know, thinking to myself, like, why can't life be more like this than it is, you know, working for the rest of your life? You know, like, why can't it be more fun and enjoyable and, and I didn't know it at the time, but I think it planted the seed for me to to want more freedom and to not just settle for, you know, what was expected of me or what was expected of somebody who graduated with an engineering degree. So I finally got a job in the fall of the year that I graduated and I worked for Electric Boat General Dynamics. Electric Boat is one of the two manufacturers of submarines for the U.S. Navy. So I worked on Virginia-class submarines. At first, it was pretty interesting because submarines, from an engineering standpoint, are, you know, very interesting machines. And they're very complex, and there's so many different systems to learn and and to figure out how the different pieces and the different systems interact. At first, it was, a, you know, a lot of information and again kind of just like learning a lot at once so it, it was kind of interesting but a few months in i you know i started getting a little bored and just asking like is this it is is this the job and at the same time i was still trying to learn like you know proper nine to five office etiquette and i remember always just being like really confused and not understanding the the way that people acted and the things that people said and why people did things it just it seemed very strange to me and i took that as like oh well maybe something's wrong with me maybe i don't understand something properly maybe i'm not smart enough or, or something like that you know i put it on myself and it wasn't until like years later that i realized like no this this is a pretty crazy place that people pretending to work and be busy all the time and put this facade up of you know what's going on when in reality it's a totally different thing and that that like sense of a false reality just like confused me so much so about a year into that job i was already looking for new jobs and i was bored and i never really pulled the trigger on anything just because you know the way that company culture is like I, I never felt comfortable to like go up to my boss and be like hey I'm bored I don't like this job anymore can you help me find something new and that's not to say that he wouldn't have been supportive if I said that I just I didn't feel like that was an option so I basically just toughed it out for three years until I couldn't take it anymore and you know I had some bad interactions with my boss towards the end we, we didn't really get along mostly because he kept on promising me a promotion and I kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And then when I finally had the time to be promoted and he said he was gonna promote me, he basically took it back and said, because of this one specific instance, you know, I don't deserve the job anymore. So at that point, I basically just put my hands up and said, okay, I'm done with this place. I don't care anymore. I didn't really voice my opinion or 
you know, my frustrations, I just said like, you know what, I'm going to leave them and then I'll show them because I, you know, I do work around here and they'll miss me when I'm gone. So one of my friends from college put a posting up, he worked at Pratt & Whitney and I messaged him immediately and I was like, yeah, I'm looking for a job. Like, can you, can you hook me up? What's going on? So he sent me a link to apply for the job and you know, I basically applied. I had an interview shortly after and basically during the interview, they told me I had the job. So I put in my two weeks at Electric Boat and I was gonna start work at Pratt & Whitney in two weeks. And I remember the moment walking into my boss's office and thinking like, you know, this is really gonna feel good because I'm really gonna show him. Like I didn't tell him anything. Nobody knew I was trying to leave or anything like that. And I walked in my boss's office I hand him my resignation letter and I tell him like, hey, I'm out of here. And he like didn't care at all. And I remember it being like such a huge letdown because I wanted like that revenge and I wanted like, you know, I wanted it to feel good and to see him hurt because I was leaving. But you know, in reality, they're just gonna fill me with somebody new and they don't really care that I leave. So a lesson that I learned that day is like, don't just quit because you wanna see the reactions on people's faces. You should be quitting because, you know, that's what you want to do and you want to move on. You know, it's kind of funny because I hear people a lot of times like wanting to quit out of spite and like to show their boss and that sort of thing. But I think in most cases, people just, they don't care. It's, you know, it's a numbers game. And they're just going to fill that spot with somebody else. Anyways, I started Pratt Whitney and it's a similar type of job, you know, working for the Air Force this time instead of the Navy. And I remember when I started like kind of already making my mind up that I wanted to leave engineering as a career, but I just had no idea what I wanted to do. And this entrepreneurial side of me and, you know, thinking about a business and, and what can I do to make money in something that's not engineering started to come out, but I didn't really know what it is that I wanted to do. So, you know, I started the job and I think for like the first two weeks I tried and I kind of saw like how the group was and and how the environment the work environment was and it was pretty much similar to my first job you know it was very relaxed like people stretched out work to make it seem like they were busy but they really weren't doing anything and you know I kind of knew how to play the game at that point so what I did was I did what was asked of me and then nothing more I never volunteered for meetings I never volunteered you know, to, to, to do extra work or to do something somebody didn't want to do. I just did the bare minimum and I kept as quiet as I could. And it was surprising how easily I blended in. And all in the meantime, I'm thinking in the background, like, what can I do? What can I do to get myself out of here? And music is the one thing that I've always been passionate about since I've started playing guitar. And whatever it was, music wise, I, I always had the drive to, to learn it myself. So I knew that I wanted to do something with music or what I had learned with music, but I knew that I didn't really have the skills to be like, you know, a record producer. I wanted to be an audio engineer for bands and for musicians, but I knew that that required a ton of time and I didn't feel like I would be able to do my corporate job and try to start that. So I was coming home one day from work and I was listening to a podcast that I really liked their content, but the audio quality was so bad, I literally couldn't even listen to it in my car. You know, one host being really loud and the other one being super quiet and tons of background noise and tons of stuttering and that sort of thing. 
And I thought to myself like, well, I know how to do audio editing through learning how to do that with my music. And I thought if I had this podcast audio, I could make it sound listenable. So that was when the first idea sparked. And as soon as I got home, I started Googling to see if people did, you know, editing for people's podcasts. And I found a few websites of people doing that sort of thing. And that was kind of like all the validation that I needed to immediately buy a GoDaddy domain. I came up with the name Pleasant Podcast and I started an Instagram. And, you know, I basically just said, hey, I do podcast audio editing and I learned how to build a website and I published my site probably a month or so later. To my surprise, nobody started coming to me. You know, I kind of thought at the time naively that if I built the website, then people would come and start paying me, which, you know, wasn't the case. So I started trying to do some marketing on Instagram by reaching out to people and making posts about podcasts and stuff like that. And I started getting a couple clients and I started doing some work and it was a long, long road of like figuring out how to sell myself to somebody and how to charge and, you know, how to email correspond and send them invoices and get payments and start a business account for my bank and all that sort of stuff. Like it was a very long process and I was doing it all on the side of my normal nine to five engineering job. So... I did it for two years while I was at Pratt Whitney and then the pandemic hit and we got sent home in like March or April of 2020. And at first it was great because I could work from home. I did the work that was required of me for Pratt and then I would be doing my other stuff on my business. I'd have two laptops going on my desk at once and I'd constantly be going back and forth between the two. And like I said, at first it was all good and it was fun and I was really busy and focused and motivated and driven. But as we all know, we were home for COVID for a long time. And when I got to the end of 2020, I was just completely burnt out. I was living on my own. I was quarantined in my apartment by myself, working two jobs basically constantly. And I just like had it by the end of 2020. And And as everybody was, I was doing a lot of thinking about like, what do I want in life? And what am I doing here? And what's important to me? And I came to the decision that, you know, I started this company that I do on the side and I have two choices. I could either give it up forever and just stay at this job that I hate, that I get paid well. And, you know, I get a couple vacation days a year and healthcare and all that normal stuff. Or I could risk you know, going for it and doing the business full time, but I can no longer do both because they're both suffering because of it. So at the end of the year, we had our Christmas shutdown, had about a week off between New Year's and Christmas. And when I came back on that Monday in January of 2021, I put in my two weeks with my boss and said, hey, I'm leaving and I'm going to do my business full time. So this puts us at January in 2021. Now, here I am today recording this podcast in January of 2023, which is two years later. And to be completely transparent, what allowed me to quit my job and to just focus on my business full time was I saved a lot of money. You know, I made a pretty good paycheck at the jobs that I had previously, and I've never really been a big spender. So I was really good at saving my money and I saved up a good chunk of money that I thought was 
plenty to, you know, keep me going for like a year. And I thought like, hey, you know, after a year, I'm probably going to be making tons of money because I'm putting so much time into this business that, you know, things will work out. And come to the end of my first year, I really didn't do that much better monetarily than I did the year before where I was doing it part time. And that was kind of a hard pill to swallow. And I had to do, you know, a lot of reframing and a lot of work on my mind to to not give this up and to keep going forward to do this this business that I believed in. And, you know, I, I had to come to some hard truths like, hey, I was, you know, starting to run out of that savings that I created for myself and I needed to get a job part time. So I got a job part time the end of 2021 and I've worked that all through 2022. And in 2022, my business did do better. It was the best year that I've ever had. It still wasn't enough to completely pay all my bills. So I'm still doing some work on the side, but things are growing and you know I'm building the business and, and making more money than I ever have with it. All that being said, I think really what drove me to, to make all these decisions and, and to lead me down that path was the confusion that I had with my engineering career. Like I just, I didn't feel connected to it and I didn't feel like what I was doing mattered in any way. And, you know, maybe that wasn't true. Maybe the work that I did, you know, impacted people in a positive way, but I, I don't know. I just, I was always asking for more and I was always asking like, is this it? Like, I, I, f I feel like I want to do more. I want to, I want to help people. I want to make a positive impact in the world. And I never got that with the jobs that I was working. Since leaving my job, I've been fortunate to have the opportunity to work with amazing people that are making positive changes in their community and their environment. And it was all new to me. Like in, in the corporate world, to me, it was like you had one type of person. Like you just come in, you do your job and you leave. Like, I don't know, it was so robotic and there was just such a lack of inspiration. And like, there were so few people that I met in six years of corporate America that were inspiring and that like, I felt like I wanted to do good for them. Like literally two or three people out of the two companies that I worked with. But since quitting, I've met so many people that are inspiring and, you know, they do amazing work. I've recorded and edited hundreds of podcasts at this point. And, you know, being inspired by the shows that I work on is like amazing. It's, it's something that like I use to drive me forward. Just to know that there's people out there that are doing things because they care about other people is hugely inspirational to me and, you know, makes me strive to, to be better at what I do and to, and to get more refined in what it is that I'm finding is my purpose. For example, I remember during the pandemic, I had the ALS Foundation of Connecticut reach out to me and they normally do like, you know, one of those walks that charities do where they do like a 5k to raise money for their cause. And since it was COVID, they weren't able to do the in-person walk like they normally do. And they wanted to do like a virtual walk, which was basically just like an audio recording of a walk, like what they would normally announce and stuff like that. So they came to me kind of last minute because they had somebody that 
you know, was going to do it, but then they kind of backed out. And I worked with this person, her name is Jackie, and she was so appreciative of me being able to help her out and to basically just, you know, do what she asked. And, you know, she inspired me to, to want to do good for her because of the work that she does and, and how the work that she does impacts other people. So I felt that sense of purpose because I was helping somebody that was helping multiple other people. And for that reason, it gave me more drive to continue to figure out how to keep doing this for myself. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to articulate like why we do something, but it really for me comes down to people. I'm, I'm finding out it, it comes down to people. And when you can help somebody out like that, who who's in need and who's appreciative, it's just, it's a really good feeling. In 2022, one of my big things was networking and I joined a local co-working space in New Haven called Known Coworking and they have a happy hour session every week where entrepreneurs and people have business ideas and you know a whole mix of different kinds of people come together and basically just talk, get to know each other, problem solve and it's a really encouraging environment. So I made networking a big part of what I did last year and I've met so many more amazing people that do so many amazing things whether it's nonprofits or activism or coaching or just people that are there to you know hear you out and and help you in any way that they can and you know after being in lockdown for almost two years getting human interaction was like such a breath of fresh air for me and realizing that like oh you don't have to do this alone I think the reason why 2021 was such a struggle for me was because I literally did it in complete isolation and I hardly talked to anybody else and once I started reaching out to other people who are doing similar things to me and you know they're further along than I am, or they're maybe not as far along as I am, but just being able to talk to people that have the same sort of drive and mission that I do is been a game changer for me. And it's where this idea for this podcast came is because I've had so many great conversations with people and I wanted to be able to have a show where I could highlight these conversations and these talks with people. Coming back to you know why I created this show, there's, there's two reasons. One is to support the people that I'm interviewing and to share their work and to share their story and to share their positive energy with other people, not only myself, but other people, so we can learn and be inspired by them. But this other reason is to also help people who were in a place like me. You know, they're, they're, maybe they're college educated and they're, they're working in this job that they don't feel connected to and they're just confused and lost, but think that there's no other option out there. I wanna show them that there's people out there doing amazing things that you know I never even thought of as a job or I never even thought of was out there. You know, I wanna be able to help people do the thing that they're supposed to be doing, do what it is that they find purpose in. You know, and I've heard people say that, um, you know, a job's a job and you gotta do it. You, you need money to survive. You know, you have responsibilities, this and that. And I hear all kinds of excuses 
to why people need to stay in jobs that they don't care about. And I just, I don't know, I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe the excuse and I refuse to believe that a job's just a job. I think that if more people did things that they were passionate about and they felt purpose in, then the world would be a better place. And I've seen examples of it. I've seen examples of people who do these jobs. So it's my mission to be able to help more people do jobs that they feel in alignment with and they feel purpose in. Because I think when you do a job that you don't hate, you become a better person because you're you're not wasting so much energy trying to fight against this thing that you do for such a long period of time. You know, you're, you're all week you're at work and you're frustrated by this and that. And by the time you get home, well, you're already frustrated for your loved ones and you don't have time for them or you don't have as much patience for them. And I mean, I've noticed since I've quit, it felt like I let go of an anchor when I quit. And I all of a sudden had so much more time and energy for the things that I really did care about, like my relationships and my family and just even being in nature and appreciating a beautiful day and, you know, not having to be locked inside all day long, even though it's beautiful outside and just being inspired by the things around me. So I want to spread the idea that your work can be more than just a job and your work can be deeply connected to your values and what you believe in and who you want to help and you know why it is we're here as humans on this earth and what we're here to do so if some of this resonated with you i hope that you will follow along with me on this podcast as i interview people that inspire me so that they can hopefully inspire you thanks for listening